Coming right up, Straight Talk with Art Levine. Our guest tonight, attorney Sharok Sheik, partner of Kramer, Holcomb and Sheik, as we continue our 26th anniversary year. Straight Talk is brought to you in part by the Port of Long Beach, a leader in international trade and environmental stewardship. And the Press-Telegram, your local news leader for over 100 years. And Scan Health Plan, for your health and independence. Join us for tonight's edition of Straight Talk. And now your host, Art Levine. Good evening and welcome to Straight Talk. We're delighted you're joining us. We have a great show for you tonight. Our guest for the entire show is attorney Sharok Sheik. Sharok, welcome to Straight Talk. Thank you, Dr. Levine. Glad to be here. It's an honor. I need to explain that years ago, Sharok was a student here at Long Beach State, uh, president of our Free Law Society, went on to law school, and is now a partner of uh, Kramer, Kramer Holcomb Sheik LLP, and they're celebrating their fifth anniversary. So congratulations on your success. Thank you very much. Tell us uh, a bit about the firm and the kind of work that it does. So we are Kramer Holcomb Sheik. We're based in Century City. We are a business, intellectual property, and personal injury law firm. On the business and IP side, we uh, do transactional and litigation. So, so on the transactional side, we act as outside general counsel to a lot of our clients in a variety of industries, entertainment, finance, fashion, hospitality, and really a wide variety of industries. And we advise our clients on setting up their businesses, um, purchasing businesses, licensing, a lot of intellectual property work we do. Uh, we specialize in, in trademark and copyright on the intellectual property side. And uh, so we'll do everything from licensing, uh, trademark registrations, prosecutions, international licensing and branding. Um, and on the, on the litigation side, we do a fair amount of the, uh, for the business and IP. So whether it's representing our current clients that we're outside general counsel to or standalone litigations, we act on both the plaintiff and the defense side of things. So to give you an example, uh, we just over the past two months settled three cases that have been ongoing um, uh, defense side litigations for our clients. One of the clients is an internet service provider that we represented them on a DMCA copyright infringement action. Uh, another client was a uh, rock band that was uh, had a dispute between a former band member of theirs. Mm -hmm. So there was a lot of entertainment IP and corporate uh, issues that were involved in that litigation. And in the litigation side, you also do personal injury. Yeah, I was going to say. And then, and then on the other side of our firm, we have a very um, uh, robust and uh, and successful personal injury practice. It's headed up by my partner Dan Kramer. And so that is all focused on, on representing clients on uh, wrongful death cases, catastrophic injuries, product liability cases. And so that encompasses really the, the overall services of the firm. And Sherlock, what made you decide uh, to, to leave what you were doing and to start your own firm? Well, before I started up the firm with my partners, I was in-house counsel at Independent Film Television Alliance. So it's a trade association for film and television production, distribution, and finance companies. And uh, during that time, I did a lot of corporate and IP work. 
there and I was there for about five years and uh, then I decided I wanted to move into a law firm. I didn't want to continue as an in-house attorney. So I started looking around at, at different firms. This was about five, uh, a little over five years ago and and uh, my current partner, Dan, we went to law school together. We were ah. good friends since law school and we were, we were out one night having dinner and, and I mentioned that I was looking to leave Let's start a company. firm. Yeah, and he's like, well, you know, Let's I'm interested. Let's have another drink. Yeah, it was kind of <laughs> like that. And um, so he said that he was interested. He was at a firm doing a, um, a litigation work, insurance litigation work, and he was there for a good amount of time, and he was ready to start up his own thing. But there's a real risk element in starting a firm. You're, yeah. you're running a business. Uh, you have to pay salaries, overhead and all. Mm -hmm. uh, where did you find it in and your deep insides to want to take that risk? Well, you know, it was a lot of, uh, first the foundations of uh, being a business major at Long Beach State. You learn everything from marketing, finance, accounting, organizational leadership and development. Uh, that was, that gave me a good basis to know about the business side. And uh, during the time while I was at IFTA, learning a lot about our clients' businesses, um, and and advising some of my friends that were starting up their businesses that um, uh, uh, what it takes in order to start up a business and run a successful business is not easy. So when we were looking to start up our own shop, we looked at it as, as really we got to hit two key factors. One, we have to have really solid work product, high level of uh, quality representation for our clients. That's the bread and butter of everything we do. But at the same time, we know that we're starting a business. We're it, providing legal services. is just like providing other types of services. And the thought just occurred to me, because I know that some of your clients, or quite a few of your clients, are new businesses starting up in their respective fields, sure. that that must add a bit of credibility to you and your firm that you guys started your own business and five years later and they can relate to that. It's really interesting you said that that, that does have a lot to do with the experience that we provide and, and, and counsel that we provide to a lot of our clients is not only do we are we able to pull from the experiences from our other clients and you know what has worked and what hasn't worked for them, but also for, from us. We're also a startup. Uh, you know, I, I don't know if you can look at us five years in as a startup, but we were constantly having, uh, um, looking to grow, looking to set new benchmarks and, and, and objectives for ourselves. And yeah, there's a, there's a lot. And you and your firm and your partners believe in, in very much in a, in a personal relationship with your clients. Yes, we do. I think that any, you can't have a successful law practice without really wanting to um, uh, take care of your clients, feel passionate about what their issues are, what their objectives are. On the transactional side, clients come to us, they want to start up a business. So I look at that and say, you have a certain amount of money that you should invest on the legal side. And, and what I want to make sure that they're doing is that they're having the most cost-effective legal representation, covering all the bases that they need to cover from a startup perspective, whether it's going to be their partnership agreement, the uh, type of entity they, they, uh, they create, the, their intellectual property issues, uh, get, get that all set up with a strong foundation for their business and without breaking their bank. 
And so our goal always on the transactional side, and even from a litigation perspective, is we want them spending the least amount on their no. legal services so they can spend that money on building their, focus their time and energy on their business so they can grow their business. And as they grow, then they continue, we grow together. Well, well said. And in the next segment, uh, we'll take a trip down memory lane. Your years at Long Beach State. We'll be right back after these At the Port of Long Beach, we're not only delivering jobs, smart ideas, and forward-thinking environmental initiatives. We're also delivering opportunity for all of Southern California. Oh, and a clearer horizon line. To learn more, go to polb.com. The Port of Long Beach, thinking outside the docks. Performance Plus Tire, you'll find we carry Toyo Tires. For over 50 years, Toyo has been a world leader in the development of high-quality tires. Optimum performance, safety, and a comfortable ride. That's what makes Toyo Tires great. And now come into Performance Plus Tire for a great deal on these Toyo Tires. Proxies ST, Open Country AT, and Proxies 4. Toyo Tires, driven to perform. Come in today and we'll install new Toyo Tires on your vehicle while you wait. Performance Plus Tire on Cherry Avenue, one mile north of the 405 in Long Beach. We're back, continuing our conversation with Sherog Sheik, uh, attorney and alum of Long Beach State, and we want to spend a few minutes reminiscing about your years at Long Beach State. You mentioned earlier that you were a business major, and uh, those subjects helped you in forming your firm. Mm -hmm. I know you were also elected vice president of the student body here at Long Beach State, uh, and you, you knew uh, uh, now Mayor Robert Garcia, who was AS president back then. Mm -hmm and uh, uh, gave you some good advice on uh, politics. Yep. And uh, you were also president of our pre-law society, which uh, I had founded many, many years before, and you did a marvelous job. And I found this album, uh, and we had some marvelous speakers, uh, practicing attorneys, uh, uh, deans of admission, and uh, one particular, I think it was a little before you were there, the, the late, great Joe Ball, one of the top trial attorneys in America, senior counsel to the Warren Commission, investigating the assassination of President Kennedy, and he spoke to our students, and uh, uh, we put together a photo album, and, and here's a, a couple of pictures of Joe Ball 
that were in the local uh, university bulletin in connection with his appearance. Uh, but having a chance to meet uh, lawyers, practicing lawyers, and deans of admission uh, was useful to you and other members of the Law Society. Yeah, 100%. It was, I originally started out the school as a bio major and uh, thinking that I wanted to go to med school, worked at a hospital for a few years and then decided that I didn't have as much of a passion that I thought I would need in order to dedicate myself to, to medicine. So then I started looking around campus for information on alternative career paths. And I was uh, really interested in business and in law. And we didn't, there wasn't really a source or a department to get much information on law. And uh, then looking into the Law Society, found out that you were the advisor for the Pre-Law Society back in the day. And, um, and I remember those times fondly coming in your office the first time saying, Dr. Levine, uh, you know, you were the Law Society advisor before. I'm thinking about trying to bring it back. And I love the fact that you and I worked together in doing that. Um, you helped. Uh, bring in the speakers that th for the first year and it was those speakers that came in that provided me with the insight and information me and, and I imagine all the other students that, that started joining and, and uh, um, you know, hearing those uh, those discussions about the variety of, of, of things you can do with a law degree the, the first speaker was was a gentleman who was a, a banker and he wasn't even practicing law and he said that's one of the one of the benefits and opportunities with a law degree that you don't necessarily need to practice law, but even even in the area of law, you can go into education and the government. Absolutely true. At Yale Law School, we had a saying: the the A students become professors, <laughs> the B students become uh, what do the B students become? What judges. Okay. B students, A students become professors. B students become judges, and the C students become rich. That <laughs> <laughs> and. Uh, the campus recognized the value of what uh, the Law Society did under your leadership and uh, your predecessors and successors, and we got this award for the outstanding uh, organization on campus. Uh, there are almost 200 organizations on campus, and we were selected That's at great. least twice, maybe three times, as the organization of the year. So thank you what you contributed to, uh, thank you. to the effort. And uh, uh, you learned, uh, you had a taste for politics, as uh, as vice president, you ran and won. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you, the uh, you know, looking back at the Long Beach State days. Um, first, I started out the, as a in my fraternity. I wasn't planning on going into a leadership position in the fraternity, but the way that things turned out, uh, there was a need for me to step in on a on a leadership position. Um, so I became the president of the fraternity and, and was able to apply the lessons that I was learning in business classes to the, the things that we needed to do for, for the fraternity. And leadership is, is, is such a skill and, and, and not that many people have it. Uh, maybe everyone has a little bit of it, but, but uh, some people uh, just uh, explode with it and, and, and are so effective and uh, good leadership is so important to our corporations, to our countries, to uh, all kinds of organizations. Yeah, and, and, and I feel that Long Beach State helped me realize those skills was through the fraternity and then after that through the Law Society, running that, growing that with you, that gave me the confidence to then run for student government. And Vice President Doug Robinson, then Vice President mm -hmm. of Student Services Doug Robinson, always believed in empowering our students oh, and yeah. giving them real uh, uh, authority to spend real money sure. and it's not an accident that at least three 
or four of our graduates uh, who were AS officers here went on to become mayor of Long Beach or council people mm -hmm. because they got that real training at Long Beach State. Also, mm -hmm. I, and this is my personal opinion, uh, some of the problems that affect other campuses, whether it's student riots, mm -hmm. don't happen at Long Beach State because the students feel that they're heard and empowered. It, it, it's, it's so right because on the student government, Associated Students Incorporated, the time that I was involved, you're, you're managing a budget of $8 million. You're managing the, the, a corporation. And they allowed the students, they gave the, the, the responsibility to the students. So the, as vice president, you're running the Senate meetings in all of the different committees and, and positions. And, and um, uh, it, was, it was one of the most hands-on, real-world, um, valuable experiences that I could have gotten that I was just amazed at to have the opportunity to get. So and this was outside of the classroom, things outside, that, yeah. that were perhaps as important, if not more important, than things that you learn in the classroom, uh, having that student empowerment invaluable. 100%. I mean, the, thing, the lessons that I learned through the, the law society and through uh, the student government, I think about to this day, probably more than some of the things I learned in the classroom, wow. just because of the, the stories. I, I mean, I could go on, but absolutely. Well, in the next segment, we'll get up close and personal, as if we have to get any up closer or personal, <laughs> and uh, with our very distinguished guest, Sharok Sheik. We'll be right back. How do you like your chances the rest of the way? I got no idea. But I do know that if we stay with Naples Rib Company, at least we won't go hungry. Coach, what do you think about some of those questionable calls tonight? Yeah, but if you want a sound call, I'd call Naples Rib Company. You can't miss on that call. Then Naples Rib Company is part of your game plan? There really is nothing more motivating than a great barbecue meal at Naples Rib Company. Victory or not, Naples Rib Company, great game plan. Founded in 1976, Polly's Gourmet Coffee is Southern California's most complete gourmet coffee store. Polly's has the best tasting coffee, freshly roasted every day right in the store. Plus a wide selection of teas, an in-house bakery, espresso bar, patio dining, and more. We also offer Wi-Fi, free internet access for all of our customers. Our nationwide clientele agree, when it comes to coffee, there's only one name to remember. Polly's, 4606 East 2nd Street, welcoming you into Belmont Shore. Bill Trainees mixes California style with continental cuisine that includes fresh seafood from around the world. Since Bill is the chef, the menu has a wide variety of pastas, salads, soups, and appetizers that feature his unique personal touch. And the Italian-American signature dishes are simply beyond delicious. You never know who you're going to run into at Trainees, from the famous sports legends on the Wall of Fame to local celebrities having a drink at the bar. For the best fine dining experience, visit Bill Trainees. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her, I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. Continuing our conversation with attorney Sharok Sheik, 
alum of Long Beach State, uh, up close and personal, uh, values are so important, ethics are so important. I know well, we taught it as part of the program at Long Beach State, and uh, uh, we tried to get speakers that reflected that. Uh, just your real-world experience with ethics and how important is that in what you do? It's, it's a foundation. It's one of the pillars of, of being a lawyer. Uh, you have to, ethics is, is constantly in the background. You, you always have to be aware of what you're doing, making sure that it's, uh, you're, you're representing your clients ethically, that you're, um, all the uh, work that's presented to the court, uh, motions and everything, that you're only focusing on um, you know, the most ethical way to, to represent your clients. The, you gotta watch out for conflicts of interest, you gotta watch out for um, when you're representing multiple clients, uh, whether or not a conflict will eventually arise. Um, one of the key lessons that I learned from a judge that I, I clerked for in, uh, while I was in law school, uh, uh, judge, judge Charles McCoy, uh, one of the key things that he always said was your reputation is the most important thing that you can well, spend. Well, let, let's just focus on that. Your reputation is the most important mm -hmm. thing. Yeah, he said that you can spend your entire career, you will be spending your entire career building your reputation, building your brand, but you can... You can lose it in one absolutely. bad decision. Yeah, and, uh, and I've heard uh, similar things from other, other mentors, and, uh, and it's so true that, that as an attorney, uh, ethics, your your reputation, how you carry yourself is 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 critical, uh, and that goes into how you interact with people, how you represent your clients, um, just how you carry yourself uh, uh, like throughout life. Joe Ball, who we s referred to earlier, uh, had a strong feeling about attorneys advertising. It had just become legal uh, for attorneys to advertise prior there to. It was a violation of the bar uh, mm -hmm. rules in California, no advertising. And he felt that it was unbecoming for lawyers to advertise, that you should depend upon your reputation, uh, references from others, and not have ads up. He mm -hmm. just didn't think it was right. But uh, that, that train has left the station. Yeah, I think it has. I mean, that was maybe in a time where there weren't as many lawyers or it was a lot more of a specialized uh, practice. It's still a very specialized practice, but I think today when there are, there's just a lot of competition, there's a lot of lawyers out there. There is, with social media and the internet, the access to information, um, you have to have even just your websites and things. Is that market, is that advertising or not? Um, is having social media pages uh, and, and posting things, is that advertising? So if you don't do it, how are you gonna grow your business? Um, or you, you're not gonna be able to grow it necessarily as fast uh, by just relying on word of mouth referrals. I remember what Joe Wall said in the course of the interview that, uh, that you should view law as a service to others and if you can get paid at the same time, that's great, but yeah. it should not be primarily about the money, but unfortunately, uh, there's been a shift and, and, and there's so much focused on the financial side of it. And I think that's true perhaps of medicine as well. I think so, but um, we still, we're not driven by economics. We are, 
the, the economics is a tool for us to be able to continue to grow our firm, to be able to provide our services to more people. So yeah, obviously we want to be able to support our families and to have a nice living, but, but at least with our firm, we're not, we, we don't just look at the bottom line and, and, and tailor everything to that. It's, it's more of, we have a culture and a mission and a product and a service that we want to provide to our clients. And we do, and I'm very, very proud of the services that we provide um, and, and you know, how we impact people's lives. Uh, so in order to be able to continue to do that by, by uh, keeping your good human resources, they're gonna, uh, our attorneys, they're, they're great and, and if you don't incentivize them and, and you know, pay their value, they're gonna leave. So, so it's, it's just a, it's a fundamental part of, of running any business. Well, uh, you sleep better at night if you uh, have the right set of ethics and uh, uh, a lot of folks can make a lot of money and I almost hesitate to pick up the paper each day to see what well-known organization has uh, improperly uh, uh, done something and risked their, their reputation, whether it's Volkswagen mm -hmm. or Wells Fargo. I mean, these are brands that are embedded in our culture to do some of the things that they've done. Uh, it, it's so disturbing. So, mm -hmm. uh, uh, Finally, what would you say to those that are thinking of becoming a lawyer today? As you know, enrollment is down 20% in the law schools and uh, kids are graduating with a $200,000 debt and mm -hmm. can't find a job. Something's wrong with that. The legal industry, the legal profession has changed from what it was, I think, 10 years ago and before. Uh, after the economic, uh, 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 the, the mini depression uh, that happened in 2008, 2009, um, that caused a lot of people, a lot of uh, clients to really focus on their, their legal services and their budgets and things and then started focusing on alternative services, um, outsourcing. And then what you have, with the combination with that, along with technology, the access to information, alternative service providers, the level of competition uh, has made, and then and firms decreasing their billing, um, then it, the, the business model has changed a little and it's transitioning. So, so the jobs are less. But at the same time, when I hear that the law school enrollment is down, I think it's a good thing because there was too many people going to law school anyway. There was yes. too many attorneys out there. So I think it's a good um, uh, uh, fleshing out. Yeah, it's balancing itself out. But as far as people looking to go to law school now, I think that they really should talk to a lot of attorneys and they should talk to other people and other professionals in other areas that they're interested in to do that type of investigation and inquiry to see, all right, is this gonna provide me with the lifestyle that I really want? Not just the looking at things, oh, I'm I wanna be a lawyer and, and it sounds good, I'm gonna make a lot of money because you're not gonna make as much money, uh, generally speaking, as you probably would have you know, 10 years and before unless you have a very, uh, clear idea of, of what area you want to go into. Well, well stated. We'll be back with the rest of our show after these messages. You've been planning this moment for a long time. It couldn't be a more perfect moment. And you have the perfect ring that will tell her 
I want to love you forever. But nothing is perfect. Don't listen to that guy. He got the ring at McCarty's. McCarty's yes. makes a moment. There's a world of opportunity available through the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Would you like to move ahead in the field of human resources and personnel management? Sign up for the Human Resources Management Certificate Program. You'll learn how to expand your knowledge and skills and advance in this dynamic industry. For more information, contact the College of Continuing and Professional Education at Cal State Long Beach. Shrug, thanks so much for joining us here. Uh, brought back a lot of memories for me. Dr. Levine, it was my honor. Um, you, were, you were a mentor of mine, and, uh, and, and to know about the show and, and finally have an opportunity to be a guest on the show, it's, it's a, a big highlight. So well, thank congratulations you. on your success. Thank you very much, sir. Okay. And thank you guys for joining us. Please be with us next week for the next edition of Straight Talk. Good night, everyone. Straight Talk has been brought to you by the Port of Long Beach, the Press-Telegram, and Scan Health Plan. And remember, Straight Talk is viewable 24-7 at straighttalktv.com.